0: If you would please take your Bible tonight. I was reading this week and, and uh, just I'm reading through the Bible again and I wanted to bring uh, a message on I've given my soul to the Lord for safekeeping. And so if you would please, I want to just read in the book of First John. I suppose when it comes to the assurance of salvation, or knowing you're saved, the book of First John is one of the greatest Bible, uh, books of the Bible that you could go to to find it. Because uh, when you read the scriptures, uh, the book of John uh, tells you how to be saved, but then the book of First John tells you how you can know you're saved. And so, if you turn to John First John chapter five verse one whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that bears witness, because the Spirit is true. For there are three that bear a record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has made him alive, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. <clears throat> and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. <coughs> Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, we love these verses simply because they helped us so many times when we were young Christians to not doubt our salvation. We depend on your word, and Lord, I, I've committed all these years my soul unto you for safekeeping. And Lord, I feel safe every day of my life that my soul lives on forever. Bless us tonight as we study these verses now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Look at verse 13 with me. These things are written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life, and you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now. As you study the Bible, you'll find the Gospel of John and the book of 1 John. There are three short statements in the New Testament. If you put them together, it gives you the assurance you can know you're saved. For instance, in John 19, verse 30, Jesus said, It is finished. That is, the plan of salvation is finished. In Matthew 14, verse 27, Jesus said, It is I. And then in Matthew 4, verse 4, Jesus said, It is written. Now, it is finished. That's salvation. It is I. That's sanctification. It is written. That's security. And so, these three things assure us of our salvation. Now, I believe Paul's conversion, and God gives us illustrations of our salvation, But Paul's conversion or at his salvation is recorded in God's Word as a pattern of everyone's salvation. Now, a pattern is to be followed or copied as it is. You don't change a pattern. You follow the pattern. You go strictly by it. Now, Paul knew he was saved. He knew exactly when he was saved. He knew where he was saved. And so he knew his salvation took place, where it happened at. And when someone asked Paul how to be saved, he said something like this. Acts 16, verse 31. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. It's just as simple as that. What Paul was saying here, Paul knew he was saved. He knew where he was saved, when he was saved, how he was saved. He also knew why he was saved. Paul even knew uh, how long he was saved. Philippians 1 and verse 6. Being, cruis- being confident of this one thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, I was brought up in uh, a denomination that all I could talk about is hold on, hold on. Well, After I got saved, I found out it's not me that has to hold on. It's God that has to hold on. Amen. And what that simply means, listen to this verse again. Being confident in this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, and you hear these people talk about holding out to the end? Well, that's what that verse is talking about. Uh, He will hold us out. Amen. God begins salvation and he finishes salvation. Paul knew how long he was saved. He also knew what it was to be saved from. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Paul was saved because he uh, became a convicted sinner. He was a sinner and lost in sin. Now notice, by the way, the Bible says we're all sinners. Romans 3.23, All of sin comes short of glory of God. Romans 3.10 and 11, as written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that seeketh after God. Romans 3.22, For there is no difference. These things Paul knew. There are three great truths that the whole subject can be hung upon. Now think about this. Number one, Jesus completed work on the cross. In John 19, verse 30, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the goat. Isaiah 53, verse 6, goes along with this. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Go on down to the New Testament now, 1 Peter 3, verse 18. For Christ also has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. So first, we have the completed work of Christ upon the cross. Jesus paid it all. Then the second thing we can find is Jesus' constant work at the throne. Now, when Jesus died and went to heaven, when He said it is finished, the plan of salvation was finished. But His work is not finished. He's seated on the right hand of God the Father right now to intercede for you and I. That's His constant work. He's always working there. Romans 5 verse 10. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more... Being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Hebrews 7 verse 25. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. In 1 John chapter 2 verse 1, My little children, these things write unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Now, that last verse, taking all of those verses, when we talk about the constant work of Jesus said to throne, you think about this. My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. But he didn't stop there. And if, and that little word is a big word in this verse, for the simple fact he wouldn't have put it there if he didn't know that everybody could sin. And any man sin, though, We have an advocate. Well, what is an advocate? It's a lawyer. It's one that stands there at the throne of Holy God and says uh, to the Father, when the devil accuses us daily, everything that we do wrong, the devil's right there to accuse us, and my lawyer is right there, Jesus Christ. That's His constant work there. And He's never lost a case. So first, we have the completed work of Christ on the cross. Secondly, We have Jesus' constant work at the throne of God in heaven right now for you and I. And then thirdly, we have the coming work of Christ at the rapture. Philippians 3, verse 20, verse 21. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the work and whereby He is able even to subdue all things unto Himself. Now I want you to notice something in this verse. Who does the changing? When you die here or if Jesus was to come right now, we're ascending into heaven. Who does that changing? It's not me quitting doing all the sins in this world, but notice in this verse tells us very clearly that Jesus Christ is the one He shall change our vile body into a glorious body. Now that's our assurance. I know that I'm not worthy of heaven right now in this sinful body. So something's got to happen between here and heaven. And Jesus is the one that's going to change this vile body into a glorified body where I can go to heaven and, and be welcome there. Now you can know you're saved because we know Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. our sins and because we know Jesus is our lawyer in heaven right now and he pleads our case and he's never lost a case now and because we know Jesus is coming back for us at his finished work at rapture now we're not saved by feelings our assurance of our salvation is based upon one thing 1 John 5 verse 11 Now, look at it very carefully. Verse 11. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life and this life is in His Son. My eternal life is not in me. It's in Christ Jesus. Well, how can I lose something that I don't have? It's in Christ Jesus. The basis of assurance is a precious work of God then because the Bible tells me so. Here's my assurance. I have... Witnessed from within. Romans 8 verse 16. The Holy Spirit bears witness in my spirit that I'm a child of God. Amen? Did you ever lay your head down and the old devil say you're not saved? You look what you've done all day long. You've been a mean guy all along. But there's something inside of me as I lay there some night. I know I'm a child of God. That's the witness of the Holy Spirit within. I have signs from without in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus, according to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. And, thirdly, I have the blood atonement from the past. There are three that bear record that I am a child of God. That's the Holy Spirit, the water of the Word, that's the Bible, and the blood of Jesus Christ. All three. I don't have any problem believing that the Holy Spirit indwells me, and that the water of the Word tells me so, the Bible it cannot lie, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin, not just part of our sin, but all of my sins are gone. I was reading in the Psalms where it, he said I'll change it, into, you'll be white as snow. Think about that. Absolutely no flaw in it. he put our sins as far as east as west from us, they put them behind his back and never look upon again? Now look at first John chapter five and verse eight. Verse eight, please. And there are three that bear witness in earth. The Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. In other words, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, and the blood of Jesus Christ agree in one thing. I have trusted the blood of Jesus Christ, by the knowledge of the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit has done the work in me. I didn't do it myself. So I know I'm saved by those things. It's a wonderful thing to know that you're saved by the Word of God. Amen? And I love it. And, I, and my, my goal is to t- t- if I could sit down with every child of God and get them to understand you're saved by the grace of God. Do you know the hardest thing in the world to do? If you got doubts about your salvation, the old devil will come around and get you to doubt your salvation. You'll get to the place. Well, I just can't live it then. I just can't. You know how many Christians that I have talked to in the past has told me, or how many unsaved people have told me in the past, if I, I'd be a Christian if I could live it. And I tell every one of them, you can't live it. It's Christ in you that lives it. Amen? And if you ever get that, you will have complete... You you feel like I do... Like I, I want to give this title for this reason. I committed my soul unto Christ. And He does not lose it. Amen? So I don't worry about my soul no more. It's in the hands of God. I worry about my fellowship with my men, the, the people around me. and I, I want to be sure that my life here is right with God. But I don't worry about my soul. It's already took care of Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we're so glad tonight that we're saved by the grace of God and not by works or not by something we do or don't do. It's all you. You've done it all for us. Help us give glory to you every time we sit down and read the Bible. What a blessing it is to say, Thank you, Lord, for salvation. Thank you for keeping me saved. Thank you for giving me that peace of mind that only you can give. And so many people today don't have that. And your word is so plain if we just read it. Bless us tonight and go with us and watch over us. In Jesus' name.